0: Welcome. <laughs>
1: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, June 13th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. 24-7 sports director of recruiting Steve Wilfong has joined us. He is en route to Louisville to do some of his work. Steve, how are you this fine morning?
0: Good morning, Daniel. It's 59. It's dark and Looks like it could rain here, so we're sending that down 70 through Dayton into Columbus, front rowers on that route.
1: Steve has got his rental Mustang cranked up and is doing his due diligence. But there is plenty to talk about as Ohio State has gotten quite active on the recruiting front. We will talk about its attention to defense. First, let's address what has happened in the week that has passed. Grant Tutant, born in Michigan, offensive lineman, was committed to Penn State. He flipped to Ohio State. Your thoughts on the player and what seems like a, at least somewhat mass exodus out of Happy Valley?
0: Well, analytics say that Grant Teuton has a high upside. He's got a, a, a really nice brain that um, has a lot of development still in it, and he's got really good feet, moves incredibly well. Um, and so there's a lot of trait there. And Grant Tuton adds to what is the best offensive line class in the country right now, in my opinion, which is part of the best offensive recruiting hall in the country, in my opinion. What Ohio State's doing right now on offense, Grant Tutant adds to the number one offensive tackle in the country for the 24-7 sports composite, Paris Johnson, the number one center in the same 24-7 sports rankings, Luke Whipler. Now you add Grant Tutant to the fold, Uh, That receiver class speaks for itself. Jack Miller is one of the highest-ranked quarterbacks in the country. Ohio State's going to get a good tight end in this class. It seems like Joe Royer, uh, who earned his offer in camp over the weekend, the dean, Bill Kierlik, has already crystal balled him to Ohio State. By the way, there's some really damn good tight end prospects in Ohio this year with uh, Joe Royer and Luke Lachey, in my opinion. Um, But Ohio State... They're recruiting the best offensive uh, hall in the country right now. There's only a few schools recruiting at a national championship level, and Ohio State's always in that class. Pound for pound, they have the number three class in the country, which is the category I like to look at most, along with addressing your needs. And, And Ohio State, they're hitting home runs on offense right now.
1: What's your vibe on Penn State? I know there's a lot of press about them losing recruits. They lost another offensive lineman since Tutank left. Is it a crisis or is it just two happenstances back-to-back?
0: It happens in recruiting. Obviously, Penn State hasn't gotten much good news lately on the trail. But overall, they've recruited top three classes in the Big Ten every year. James Franklin's been there. So I'm not in any kind of panic mode regarding Penn State right now.
1: All right, let's switch to the defense. We will spend the rest of this podcast talking about defensive football prospects, and that's a rarity. It does seem like there was a, like you mentioned, a focus on offense, and that's gone quite well. And there's been some concern about defense. I believe those concerns will be allayed by the end of next week. Let's talk about defensive back. Clark Phillip Darr out of La Habra, California. There were other schools in the mix at times along the way, Cal, Oregon, Notre Dame. It does seem like Ohio State's going to be the pick. There's been some serious crystal ball action. Give us the latest on Clark Phillips as his prospect and then his recruitment heading towards Columbus.
0: Well, I think Clark Phillips is one of the best two-way players in California. I think he had 19 touchdown receptions last year or 17 or something like that. He had seven interceptions as a sophomore, two more as a junior. He runs four or five. He's an incredibly smooth athlete. Obviously, has ball skills. Um, you look at what Ohio State's been able to do uh, in the secondary over the last several years from a development standpoint. You know, Clark Phillips is another guy that has a very high ceiling and a guy that has the traits to develop into an early early round draft pick. And in addition, he's just uh, he's just a fit personality wise for ohio state and and, uh so going into the official visit for the buckeyes next weekend uh i like ohio state and where they stand over cal uh and a few others and so uh, we'll see what happens on his trip these guys you talk about the shift to defense dan these guys that we're going to talk about are all athletic and um they can fly around, and, and uh, they test off the charts. And one time, uh, I, you know, a high-profile defensive coordinator always kind of laughs at the coaches that say, I want a kid that's just a good football player. I don't care about testing numbers, and and uh, I don't care about combine guys. And he's like, when you look at the NFL draft, 95% of those guys are combine guys. But I want a good combine guy. And uh, Ohio State, they're recruiting guys that are, are, are definitely going to be good combine guys that are also good football
1: players. A lot of coaches believe if you give them the clay, they can mold it regardless. Speaking of quality traits from another player out west, California's Court Williams. There's been a lot of interest uh, on Ohio State's side, and then you aren't the only one big on Court Williams. There's plenty of people thinking he's going to come to Columbus. Your thoughts on Court
0: well, he's, he had some of the best testing numbers on the whole of the opening circuit this, uh, um, spring summer, um, deal. And he's a guy that, you know, brings a lot of versatility to your defense and safety as a rover type player, second level defender, outside backer. Um, he, he's an interesting prospect, obviously, uh, at a powerhouse program, arguably the best high school football team in the country last year. Um, and, and, there is a lot of Ohio State buzz around his recruitment. He was just at Penn State this past weekend, so he's certainly looking outside of the Pac-12 footprint. Texas A&M got him on campus twice this spring, including an official. And so, um, But the crystal ball says that Ohio State's in the best place, best spot for Court Williams right now. And the insider to watch for him is obviously Greg Biggins, in addition to the, the guys on the Ohio State beat. If you're
1: looking for West Coast info, Greg Biggins of the 24-7 Sports Recruiting Army is the one to follow. Now, back east, legit east, Jersey City east. Cody Simon, linebacker from Jersey City St. Peter's, the latest.
0: Yeah, I actually talked to Cody Simon on uh, Sunday because he was wrapping up his official visits in Nebraska. That was his second time going to Lincoln. Uh, this calendar year as well, so the Huskers are in the thick of it for Cody Simon, who was out there with his whole family. His older brother signed with Notre Dame, Um, so they've been through this before. Ohio State was a program that Shane looked at uh, as well. Um, I think Ohio State is in a really good position with Cody, along with Penn State and and Virginia would be the fourth school in there, and uh, Buckeyes are going to get Cody on campus in a couple weeks for an official for what's going to be a monster Uh, recruiting weekend, one of the biggest ones that Ohio State's had um, in my time covering the Buckeyes closely, Uh, and and so we'll see um, where things stand with Cody coming out of it.
1: All right, here's a name that I maybe am pushing a little bit, but there has been some buzz on him, and he is a high-quality football player. Lathan Ransom. Maybe explain to people what type of player he is and if Ohio State has a shot here.
0: Well, Ohio State definitely has a shot. He's the top safety prospect on a lot of programs, boards, from coast to coast. So that's the kind of respect uh, level that he has among college coaches nationally. And uh, I know that he was speaking highly of Ohio State, uh, even as recently as this past weekend, to other prospects when he was on his official to Notre Dame. Notre Dame's in it for Latham Ransom. Texas is in it. LSU is in it. Uh, he took a visit to Ohio State in the spring, getting them back to campus uh, will be big. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Ohio State's in the thick of it for Lace Ransom
1: right now. We will obviously have plenty more to chat about next week because, like you said, next weekend is going to be one of the more epic visit weekends Ohio State has had in recent memory. Bill Krillik has done a great job previewing that. Generally speaking, let's finish with this. If Urban Meyer was still the coach – and this was his recruiting class at this point. I think there'll be a general level of satisfaction. But what does that tell you about what Ryan Day and his staff have done so far?
0: Well, the standard has remained the same. It was one. It was one of those deals where Ryan Day was putting in the time and the work, but you had to. I had to wait for him to go out and land the Julian Fleming to go with the G Scott. You know, he's recruiting as well as any. Any Ohio State's recruiting as well as any program in the country right now. They're, they're getting championship-level players for the most part across the board. They're, they've had some really good – like Jackson Smith Najigba is a guy that was a top target for Ohio State that had a bunch of offers but wasn't necessarily maybe a, a considered an elite guy, but now – you know, the more you learn about him, he's in our top 100. Ohio State was way ahead of the curve there. So just a combination of good evals and then Ryan Day really going out of his way to get to know these prospects and build a report with their top targets. For Urban Meyer, it was kind of an electric feel when he walked in the room. Ryan Day, he's he's um, doing a good job of spending extended time with, with these recruits. Like I heard on Kendall Milton's official visit, he was – he was around as much as any coach for the five-star running backs trip and, and did a really good job there. We'll see if that pays off when Kendall gets done with his officials. He's got Georgia this weekend. That's kind of the other big one uh, sources uh, indicate in this recruitment that uh, Ohio State and Georgia maybe have a lead on LSU and Bama, but LSU and Bama also getting officials, so we'll see. He was just at LSU. Uh, I, I, obviously, you have to be really pleased with Ryan Day. And he's got a great staff. You know, Brian Hartline's been getting a lot of buzz, but Tony Alford, still one of the best in the country. You hear Coach Halfley's name a lot now with with these kids. He seems to be a a legit up-and-comer on the trail from a college standpoint. Uh, Ohio State is is status quo for them on the trail right now with the quality of player they're getting.
1: Yes, Ryan Day and company have to get it done on the field this fall, but there is no question the transition on the trail has gone about as well as you could expect. We appreciate Steve stopping by. We hope he travels safe. Have a good one, nutters.
0: Take care. See y'all on the front row.
1: Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath.